Welcome to the Small Business Community Network podcast, your connection to the small business community. Visit us online at www.sbcncanada.org and find out how we can help your business grow. We're proudly supported by TELUS, the future is friendly, and by Prime Information Security, because business is risky enough. It's Linda Ockord, Jenna here today with another SBCN Small Bees podcast. I've been on my travels for the past couple of weeks. We've been traveling all over Europe um, on business, um, so it's nice to get back into the swing of things. And today we have one of our returning guests, one of our regular guests, Karen Egoff, who's a holistic teacher, practitioner and facilitator from My Soul Balance. Good morning, Karen. Good morning. How are you today? Doing really well. feel quite rested after... Our business trip, we had a bit of a holiday too. And that leads very nicely into the fact that you help a lot of people like myself, don't you, Karen, in the sense that, you know, we have to rest, we have to think about our stress levels and lots of other things. Exactly. It's easy to get um, to get stressed in today's world. So, yes, Karen, um, the kind of work you do help, helps people like myself who are traveling a lot and working a lot. And I think today we're going to be talking about mindfulness and looking after ourselves um, and basically um, some of the struggles that, you know, we as a family struggle with. Would that be right? Exactly. So take us into it then. So basically um, mindfulness and knowing how to look after ourselves, how, how would that work? Well, there's a couple things. One of the basic things that people find that they're dehydrated when they get checked out from the doctor or homeopathy or naturopath, they find out that their body, their their cells are not, they don't have enough fluid. And many naturopaths can test you for this if you're curious to see, how are my cells? How is my body? Because how do you know if you don't check? That's Quite often, point. if you're very thirsty when you wake up in the morning, that may be because you had a couple glasses of wine last night but forgot to drink a couple glasses of water to follow that up. Now, would that cause headaches as well? If, if you are yes. drinking alcohol and you wake up in the morning, it's not a hangover, but you've got a slight headache. Is this to do with dehydration? Exactly. The body will give you signals that it needs help. <laughs> help me drink some water. And the easiest way to do it is before bed, drink a glass of water. And then have a glass of water beside your bedside so in the morning you can drink a glass before you have your breakfast. So 30 minutes before a meal is perfect, but if you don't put that glass of water there, you might not drink it. Okay, that's a really, really good point. So mindfulness really is about us being mindful of what we're doing, whether it's our hydration, whether we're stretching, because I I sit in my office chair a lot or I stand up on the stage, so we have to know about stretching and stuff like that. How does the stretching help us, though? When you stretch, you're bringing the muscles oxygen, you're giving them energy, and you're, you're in, if everything shortens, so in a short time, and as you... Uh, 40s and 50s, a lot of people in that age group are finding that, gee, they're tight in the morning, their hamstrings and their quads, and gee, their arms and shoulders are tight. If you just pull your arms 
behind you, bring your hands together and squeeze your shoulder blades close. You're going to open up the chest and gaze up to the ceiling or the sky if you're outside. To just opening up, you're going to release tensions and allow your body as you breathe slowly to bring in more oxygen as well. Okay, that's a really good point. You've reminded me of two things. So um, I was at my massage, registered massage therapy last mm-hmm. week. Um, I'm having some problems, so I've been going there regularly, doctor's advice. So she also told me to put both hands behind my back and do the exercise that talks about the shoulder blades and the breathing. She told me to do that. The other thing was I recently had to have... Um, an ultrasound on my heart. I've got high blood pressure, so they're taking care of me. And mm-hmm. the, the woman kept saying to me, I was on my side, and she kept saying, take a deep breath in and hold the breath so we can see the ultrasound better. I did find it difficult to take a deep breath and, and, and hold it in. Is there any trick to that? Okay, if you found it difficult, then you want to go slowly into a breath that lasts three seconds if if five seconds is too much. So just tell your mind we're just going to do three seconds. And count to three. And we're going to exhale for three seconds. We can do it. Tell yourself this can happen. And slowly you will train your body by saying, I'm not going to take this too serious. I'm just going to go at this slowly. And as I do this, I'll tell myself way to go. Give yourself a pat on the back. And that will get better. But you can't push yourself past to where your body is. Just say, I'm going to relax and I'm going to try a three-second inhale and a three-second exhale. Now, I think before we mentioned, we sometimes forget to breathe, don't we? So when anybody says to me, okay, I think you're stressed, breathe. Then I find I'm not breathing properly or breathe in because we need to do this test. Then I find I'm not breathing properly. So how do we forget to breathe properly? I mean, is it something we're born with and then we forget how to do it? It's exactly right. As a child, we're, we're breathing properly. We're born with the perfect lungs and everything's excellent. We're not stressed. We're happy. We're fed and, and, and sleep right. We do everything we need to. But as we lose that ability to always get the right amount of sleep and we're worried and thinking and our mind is not being focused <clears throat> on one thing at a time because we've got so much on the plate, yeah, we lose that ability to properly breathe. Do you know many of my yoga students, I would say 50% about 10 years ago, did not breathe at all properly and I had to train people to breathe. Yeah, I, I can believe that. Um, as I've said, I forget myself as well. So basically, when we're born, we are mindful without even knowing it that yes. breathing is a natural thing and, and we can, you know, do it. But as, as you said, with our stressful day, something that interests me, and I know we can't go into it in great detail today, but I hope we can cover it next time. Um, something that you shared on Facebook, how mindfulness-based cognitive therapy may reduce recurrent depression risk. So I guess mindfulness also helps people who are suffering from depression. So I hope that we could go over this next time. But just a quick overview today. How does it help, um, you know, reduce depression? Because maybe if we know before we're depressed, then we could basically not get depressed. Does that make any sense? Yes. And there were some facts on the internet. I also have a a bunch of my own on this. But yes, if you have to think about 
even getting out of bed and not sure if you can actually get out and be happy, the first thing to do is breathe and say to yourself, I'm not going to push myself to be happy, but I'm going to push myself to move one step forward past where I am. And I'm going to breathe until I calm myself with a slow breath until I can get out of bed thinking, okay, I'm at least okay now. You know, I'm a good person. Say something positive about yourself. I'm thankful for my home. I'm thankful for my whatever it is for the day, your family. And think of something that gives you a positive thought, whether it's a grandbaby or a baby or a a parent or a child, whatever that is, find a thought or a memory. And when you can focus on that thought or memory, you can get out of bed when you focus on what made you smile. Okay, this is a really great subject, and I want to cover the the depression part in more detail next time. So I guess when we're in the workplace or when we're at home working on our own, whether we're on our own or with other people, being mindful will help us with our work um, totally, I would imagine, because we're nicer people, we're not so stressed, we're not snapping at people so much. Do you think people do notice if, if, if we're not mindful and we're not acting the way we should act? Yes, I do believe so. People can fake a smile, but a real smile, you can tell a mile away. So when someone's genuine and not just putting a a smile on just because you said hi and they smile back quickly and you look around and you see their shoulders are drooped or it's the way you walk, the way you stand, it shows how you're feeling. Okay, I, I, I agree with that. I'm very instinctive. I can... I can always kind of tell when somebody's not feeling quite right and always try and help them, you know, in some way. Now, I know you've got a lot of um, seminars going on. Um, have you got any current seminars booked up for the next, um, well, within June, aren't we, for the, for the month of June, if you want to share them with us? Yes, I'd love to. We have a meditation coming up on June the 23rd, and that's in Cambridge. At 16 Westwood, I have it out of my home office. And that's Mandalas and Meditation at 7 p.m. at 16 Westwood Crescent. And what we do is we have some freestyle or printed sheets of mandalas. And after we go through a short meditation, and some take longer to get into meditation than others, and some are still struggling, but it's for all levels. And we enjoy that for an hour, and the cost is $10.00. And then we have a meditation at Second Start of the Right at 644 King Street East in Preston. And that one is on June 28th at 7 p.m. to 8. And it's we chat more after and we go through a gentle meditation as well. That's awesome. Now, you have a website. If you share the website address, I'm guessing a lot of um, our listeners can follow up on the website with some of your articles and other information about what we've been speaking about today. Certainly, it's www.mysoulbalance.com and I encourage any questions. My email address is there. I encourage people to approach me, Karen Egoff, on Facebook as well and I'm more than happy to set up some time and help someone over the phone or for a coffee. You're awesome. Now, I do believe you, I'm going to say recently had a holiday, a vacation, but I guess it's, was it last month you had a vacation, Karen? 
It was March. It was I went March. Away to <laughs> the time goes so fast. So do you feel like you're ready for another vacation? Because I do. <laughs> it goes fast. Yeah, it goes yes, but I am looking forward to, I'm going up to Ottawa this weekend to teach a couple of classes awesome. on wellness and holistic and then take a couple classes in myself for the four-day getaway. So it's mainly a holiday with a little bit of teaching and I leave Thursday. I can't wait. That's awesome. I hope you have a safe trip. And the the lesson learned today really is we have to be mindful, you know, for ourselves. It helps us. But if we notice someone else who may be experiencing some difficulties and maybe we can have a, a quiet word in their ear because sometimes we don't know, do we? But, yeah, it's amazing how time... Fa- how fast time goes but I think it's because you and I enjoy our work so much it's not work is it Karen and no it isn't it's it's a joy to share and and care about other people because it comes back to you it does and you've been in business many many years remind us how many years Karen 19 years. So this really, really makes a difference, I think, um, when your newer clients, the, the lower clients already know, but when your new, newer clients are referred to, they have this trust in you and they know that you're going to be there for them. You've been around a long time, so you're not going to leave them hanging. Well, exactly. It's, it's been absolutely wonderful. Thank you again, Karen. I know you've got a busy day and um, I'll put a note in, in my notebook. If you can put a note in yours, I'd really want to explore more about the um, the mindfulness for not just depression. I mean, it could be that, you know, someone has um, cancer or diabetes. Yesterday I was at the um, Tell Us Diabetes Walk um, in Guelph to raise money and awareness about type 1 diabetes. So the mindfulness can help a lot of people. Um, so I'd love to chat a little bit more about the different demographics next month and some of the other techniques we can um, we can chat about, if that's okay with you. Certainly. That's awesome, Karen. You have an awesome day again. And you as well. Bye for now. Thank you.